Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most biased podcast network. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. And today we're joined by special guest friend of the show, Matt Stewart. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. No worries. <laughs> th- th- thanks for being here. Right at the peak of footy fever. Matt, last time we spoke in person, you were saying that the trade period is always the brightest part of a St. Kilda supporters in the season. La- in last the last eight or nine years. Yeah, yeah that's definitely true. Um, and it is definitely the case this year. It's been, <laughs> apart from that, we were looking pretty good at four and one, I think. Yeah, that's all right. I was loving footy then. <laughs> I was thinking, how good's footy? Pretty good. But now. It was you and Gold Coast just dominating? Well, we beat the Gold Coast in a dominant one point victory mm. uh, in round one. And then, yeah, they, they got on a run, a run after that. We played them in a form. And um, <laughs> we uh, <laughs> we were stiff to get done by the Dockers over there. We had had our chances. Um, but, it, yeah, then the um, basically the draw got harder from there. And, yeah. Um, it all came crashing down and uh, injuries. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, played a big part. Coach getting sacked. Coach, well, I think the coach... <laughs> the coach was getting sacked from the things that were leading up to it, mainly the not winning. Um, <laughs> uh, he was in trouble the minute St. Kilda were like, hey, Brad Ratton, you want to come and be an assistant coach? I, I don't, well, I think if we kept winning, like he was not at all in trouble after five rounds. He was um, he was the hero. So I, people do say that, but I don't, I, if the results, if we if we won a, you know, a small handful more games mid-season, one or two more in the mm. middle of the year, I think he might still be even be the coach. But uh, if he'd kick straight, probably. Yeah, yeah. that's fuck. That's the, the most brutal thing of the last few years. Being a Saint supporter is the uh, accuracy in front of goal. Yeah. Probably like a lot of other stats, not we're well, not so bad, but uh, just feels bad like... kicking's bad footy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> tell us more about this insight you've just had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's been one well, I minute. Mean, been since you were probably a young child, the Saints have not played finals, and a lot of that has been <laughs> due to poor kicking. Uh, so I am five, it's true. <laughs> there were some pretty brutal uh years that you know everything was bad, but um, in the last few years, we've been a half decent team who just hasn't, hasn't 
got it done. Converted their chances. Yeah, and I think, and I've been, I've been for, through all of that. I'm like, nah, Richo's the man. I'm sticking with him. And and it, it was the probably unfairly, really looking yeah. back, but it was the uh, China game that where I said I I turned it off, which I wouldn't normally do. Yeah, I couldn't even sit through it all. I'm like, oh, I think we need a circuit breaker here. Probably unfair. They were playing on the other side of the world, and half yep. the team had food poisoning. But um, <laughs> wasn't good enough for me. Apparently, <laughs> couldn't handle it. Wait, is this meant to be a fun show? It feels sad so far. It's a fun show. Yeah. Hey. But anyway, this week, I mean, all of a sudden, we've become a destination club. Yep. Uh, sort of. You know, yep. with sort of mid-level players. How did that happen? I don't. I think it's probably a few different elements. Uh, one of them is Ratten. People like to be around Ratten. Apparently, he's real fun. Coach creates a good vibe. Hey, that's good. Good vibe is good footy. Yeah. <laughs> Secondly, we've moved back to Moorabbin from Seaford in the last couple of years. And Moorabbin's just, it's a lot closer where footballers want to live, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's near Brighton and, and those sort of Bayside areas. Yeah. Moorabbin and Heaps want to live in Seaford. That's the. Well, it's weird because Seaford's nicer than Moorabbin, I would argue. I, I grew up in Moorabbin and it's pretty dull, but it's it's vaguely close to you nice know, wanky. Well, I wouldn't even say nice, but no. you know, like the Bayside. Yeah. Um, the other side of Nepean Highway is probably where they want to live, and they'll they'll slum it over to, <laughs> <laughs> over to Moorabbin for training. But yeah, so I think things like that. But also, you know, one comes and then more want to come, and there I think there are there are positive signs like players like Marshall and um, uh, Gresham and a few of the other younger players look like they could be real good in a good team. And right. if you know if we if we land. Three or four or five of these guys, especially Hill, probably yep. at the top, which seems almost like the trickiest one to get at the <laughs> moment since uh, we walked out on, on the meeting. What were they asked? They wanted pick six, next year's first round. And a second. And a second round and a player, I think. Jesus. Oh, I didn't know about the player. I think, I think it was something wild like that. So they were apparently the meeting lasted three minutes and they said, well, we're too far apart here. Yeah. It sounds like Peter Bell. Do you know what I love? Trio. Is that then St. Kilda were like, no, we're too far apart. Hey, what? We should trade P6. Yeah. <laughs> Just well, like, hey, fuck you, Peter. That's what it felt like, and that made me feel good. But that's, it's also a sick it's a sick trade for the Saints, turning pick six in a uh, pick six and fifty six or something into twelve and eighteen. Yeah. Is a great deal for us. Apparently it worked out for the Giants. But for us, apart from the fact that it's the pick that the Dockers wanted. Well, the Giants a, needed I think they needed six because they've got a an academy player. Who's going to get picked up probably in the top six or seven? So they think if we can sneak one in early and then yep. use later picks. Yeah, they don't know how to bid for them. They can just pick yeah. them up outright. It's good by the Saints, though, because they said to Frio that we're not fucking around. They gave them yeah. a deadline. They said it's got to be done by Thursday, Brad Hill, or we're walking away. And yeah. Frio were like, no. Nah. And then Saints went, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. And then they, apparently they were like, wait, what? I, yeah. thought, we were, <laughs> I thought we were dancing here. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, were, we told you and you didn't do it. So. It felt because the Saints offered him pick six and next year's second round yeah. pick, yeah. which feels like a good – that feels like a pretty For fair Hill, deal. yeah, that's – Six feels almost over, but it's the fact that he's got two years left on a contract probably. You, you always end up paying over for a yeah. player like yeah. him, though. Like I, you, you don't mind that. Yeah, of course. And I think you have to and that's fair enough. And, and that's – we offered it. We offered yeah. what probably is overs, but in this circumstance it felt fair to pay a bit over. That's just what you have to do. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they want way overs. I think it'll end up happening. It'll be pick 12 and 
Well, no, I think Freo are going to have to. Otherwise, they're going to have a disgruntled player. It depends what they want to do. I think you'll get him for pick 12 and probably a future. But now, probably a future first. Yeah, well, that's something that's changed uh, today on the day of yeah. recording. Is that, uh, Did you hear that interview with Simon Lethlane last week? Or yeah, uh, Where he said they're confident they'll get King next year. Is that did you so you hadn't you didn't hear the interview then? Is that not what he said? No, that's it's bizarre how it's been reported. <laughs> he said they go. Oh, so you you uh, have you been talking to uh, Ben King's management? And he goes, well, he shares management with Max, and who's one of our players. So yeah, we talked to his management a bit. Yeah, and you know it comes up how he's going. Um, but at the moment, he's a contracted player of the Gold Coast. If he became available, of course we'd we'd uh, look into it. That's all that was said. So no, the media, the media <laughs> like spun that into common sense stuff that any every team would talk about, and they yeah. still talk about it today. They're like, yeah. "Oh, the Saints thought they had him." No one said that. <laughs> also, all, all, yeah. what, what I love too is they're like, "He signed on for three years," and it's like, "Oh well, he's not going to be." Have you not seen how trades work? What? What? Yeah, the last story you were talking about. Like you know, in the same sentence, they're talking about Brad Hill going to yeah. the Saints with two years left on his contract. It's like. Yeah. Contracts don't mean anything Contracts anymore. Contracts mean fuck all. Which as as proven by the Tom Boyd and James Aish and Josh Shackey, like when he signed a three-year deal and then immediately like, the, at the end of that year requested a trade to the Bulldogs. Didn't you uh, all make to it as well? That was a sneaky. I think Brisbane knew that he still wanted to go, so they signed him so they'd have a bit more leverage. I think that was the deal there. But it's funny because all, all, I listened to the radio all day today and they were all saying, oh, St Kilda, I've heard so many people say that it was a done deal. King was coming to the Saints <laughs> yeah. next year. This has come out of nowhere. We talked about this last week. Yeah. We were pretty confident that he was going to stay at Gold Coast. Yeah, I, I feel like he – like He does seem like that kind of guy, right? He just seems like a yeah. straight shooter and he was he's there uh, in good faith. He, he said he was he was going to make a decision after his first year. and He's and made was, a decision. And it was pretty easy to him. Yeah. Thought, yeah. So it, it is, it's pretty funny how it's all gone. It, I'm, I might be – I'd love you to go back and listen to that interview with – <laughs> Just uh, hear what he said. God, I might not be saying it word for word, but that was basically the vibe. He wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> smug in any way, but the way it's been reported is like, oh, we're going to get him. Lane's <laughs> said we're going to get him. Is that because nothing has happened in the trade period? I guess like, so. Better spin this. <laughs> well, yeah, all the like sure thing trades that they thought were going to be massive and like would cause a lot of controversy and like big rumors, none of it's happened. The only, the only like big sure thing that happened is that Tim Kelly, Tim Kelly went back to West Coast, which. I knew he was going back to West Coast in round 10 this year. I was watching him and I was like, watch him real hard, Tom, because you need to burn him into your brain because he's not running around in the hoops next year. But, Matt, that brings us back. So you could probably offer pick 12 for Brad Hill and maybe at a stretch next year's first round, which yeah, everyone assumed right. the Saints were holding on to for King. Exactly. Now they don't probably. Well, and I mean, they weren't – I think it would have been – while I say they weren't, um, they weren't necessarily confident they were going to get him – but it feels like it'd be silly not to have that just in case. Yeah. And now the fact that he's he's saying like it would be weird for him to go next year now. Yeah, I think so too. So I think that means that they might be more open to trading first one next year, especially because if we get Hill and first round next year, probably is a couple of picks further down. You know, he, he's probably a, a couple of wins kind of player. Yep. Yeah. Well, just I mean, from he's just exactly what we need: get speed him. and class and. A bit of seniority skills. and yeah. yeah, 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 premiership player, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Two, two, two times, I think, three yeah. times. Did you play in all yeah. three Hawthorne oh, premierships? Yeah, the, the, 
The last three. Oh, that is insane. They won a three, lot of premiers. He would have had yeah. three flags by the time he was like 22, probably. Yeah. yeah. Bloody hell. He had more flags in less games than his brother did. He's going to win a few more too. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> they, um, I like how um, a lot of – I've been reading too much on Facebook and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And how it has I've noticed you've been commenting on a few uh, Fox footy posts. Yeah, foot, <laughs> footy supporters are real uh, rational in these times. <laughs> Once and in a trade period, all all like all bets are off. Everyone's commenting on everything. Er- everyone's available. On, like, yep, everyone's available. Everything someone offers for one of your players is laughable. Yeah, you know, you know. Oh, really? You think you could get? It's either laughable. <laughs> you think you get Josh Bruce for? Pick 30, please. Get lost. <laughs> Josh Bruce, a required player who we're only giving a one-year deal for. <laughs> and I also like it also goes the other way the moment someone's traded. You're like, huh, idiots. He's he's good, but he's not that good. Look, yeah. enjoy him. I had that exact same thought process when Kelly got traded. Not because I was like idiots. I was like, fuck, we got a we got a fair bit for him. Yeah, that's a good deal. Fuck. Steve, I, this, is, this is my theory. I think Peter Bell dug his heels in. I think Bell likes to he likes to think he's got yeah. biggest brassest balls in the trade arena. Mm-hmm. And Stephen Wells has just like cruised in and just walked away with like a hundred picks and Bell's like, What? <laughs> fuck? Oh well in that case, fuck yeah. you, St. Kilda and St. Kilda up. Okay. I reckon it yeah, it feels <laughs> like maybe that's what it was. I think Tim Kelly uh, you know, there's something to about him, he's a he's like a, a super superstar. Yeah, yeah. He'll help West Coast win the Premiership. He, he's literally like a missing ingredient to a flag. So it feels like, um, you know, you would have you would have preferred to keep him than give those because they're all yeah. Try, picks are still rolls of the dice. Yeah, in pretty the speculative, end. really. To Unless be you flip them into a player, like um, this year, like if yeah. if we. If the rumours are true and we snuck in and took fucking Bradley Hill off St. Kilda. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, you won't give us Jack Steven? We'll just take the other guy you're after. Yeah. <laughs> that would be – fuck, that would I be I don't brutal. think that's happening. I, the the Menegola thing's really weird where they're like, oh, he wants to go home to Freo. It was like, he fucking hated Freo. Mm. Like, unless he's like – His dad oh. moved to Melbourne. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's got like a wife in Melbourne. Interesting. In Geelong, sorry. I'm – Apparently, though, Geelong came out this way today when all this was flo- – so the, the, the new rumour – yeah. so because there's been no trades, everyone's fucking Kane Corns, dying. Barrett, they've been losing their mind. It's been like, everyone's training, everyone uh, – Brady Grunny's going everywhere. Although, fuck, every, again, I want to reiterate my point. Every single club in the AFL should just offer Brady Grundy seven years. Yeah, love it. Just be like, hey, we'll give you seven years. The money might be different, but – Fuck Collingwood. Just fuck Wait, him. does he? Because I never saw that doco. Is it something to do with that? That he? Why, why do people think he's unhappy? Well, no, he's a, apparently the word on the street is that he wants a seven-year deal. Right, right. And Collingwood are like, we'll give you a three. Right. And he's like, that seems weird. Well, because he's so the thing is, he wants a seven-year deal now, but next year he's a free agent. Right. So if he doesn't extend, so he's actually still under contract. But yeah. If he doesn't extend his contract then he becomes a free agent next year and could just walk out. And he's from South Australia and in an interview was like, I'd love to start a family in South Australia one day. Yep. Everyone's like, oh, he's going to move to South Australia. But look, he wants a seven-year deal. They're not offering it. Every club in the AFL should just roll up to Grundy with seven years. Yeah, it does seem I, – yeah, I wonder why they're not. It does sound like they're in in a, in a um, salary cap trouble. Oh, big Pires. time. They're dumping players. Well, that's right. Aish is leaving even though he's got two years to run on a deal. Good luck to him. Um, I hate him. Some other guy. <laughs> he's a lovely man. He's a bloody trader, mate. Yeah, all right. Okay. Um, That's what you get. I like the idea of uh, – so big trade rumours at the – well, the opposite of trade rumours at the moment is 
everyone was like, Joe Danaher, done deal. And again, by the time this episode is coming out, maybe he is gone. Oh, yeah, all of this could be a done deal by the time this episode comes when, out. When's the trade period end? Is it Wednesday? Wednesday. Oh, yeah. So And all of these episodes are going to date. Very we should quick. make some insane predictions. Well, here's my insane prediction. Joey stays. Somehow we've got space in the salary crap. Cap. Crap. <laughs> Grundy, it's coming to Essendon. Wow, that is that is a bold call. I would say, I reckon. I don't know if you know Matt, but uh, Joe Danaher and Brody Grundy, best friends, they used to live together. Ah, oh, I didn't. There's know a that. there's a photo of them in, uh, before running out on the ground at Anzac Day. Just a big big hug. Both wearing long sleeves. I'm pretty sure. Collingwood there's to Essendon is sort of slightly closer to SA. I guess it's a Starting huge that move. Journey. Yeah, he's just doing it a club at a time. Yeah, it's going slightly west. Yeah, hey. next to be Footscray. <laughs> yeah, then it's pretty much it's. Port Adelaide, I guess, yeah. is the next stop. But and then he goes to Adelaide after Port Adelaide. Yeah. <laughs> it's like finally I'm home. But I, I don't, I don't, I reckon Sydney would be crazy to give up two for two top 10 picks, is what they're asking. Yeah, yeah, for. five and nine. I just, I would not do that. Considering though that Sydney <laughs> don't have pick five yet either. Yeah. No, no, they, had, they don't have nine. That's right. They don't have nine, which is what they think they're going to get from Carlton for, for Papley, Papley, but Carlton which is are like way over too. No. Yeah. Because they're this is the thing. Like there are two days to go. As of right now, there are two days left of trade period, and nothing. And really there's like happened. thirty trades still up in the air. Yeah. I and thought like the Tim Kelly one might have like loosened a few. Th- it just hasn't. No, I think it's the Danaher one would have been the one that just but like. Douche, I heard that Essendon don't even want five and nine. Oof, we want, want more than well, that. Well, they they don't want to go to the draft because oh, they're like right. there isn't a Danaher in the draft. They want it ready made. So I think they said to Sydney, "Give us pick five and Isaac Heaney." And Sydney were like, <laughs> "Fuck off!" Yeah, right. Nick Blakey's name's been thrown up. Carton, but then he resigned. So I'd take any of those deals. Oh, yeah, five but and Heaney. Yeah, right. I, I think. That sounds okay. Not not thrown up by Sydney, though. No, I like, figured. That would be Essendon other people, I guess. I reckon Papley probably is worth pick nine, you know, because you know he's a gun. Pick oh. nine feels like a roll of the dice. I've started to change on this a bit. Okay. <laughs> was like, you know, we, Carlisle, what, we got Carlisle, who has, it was out. Uh, suspended for a year because you drugged him, and yeah. also <laughs> tricked you. And what a trade injured, for us! Injured a bit, but you also your pick five you used on a I can't even remember his name. Parish, I think was it? No, it was a it was a less good. It was uh, a le- less good than Parish. Oh, Francis, Francis. Yeah. Oh, Francis has been all right. Yeah, he's been, yeah, he's been all right. He's been fine, but he's he's no sure thing. We also got Gresham um, <clears throat> in oh. that trade as well. Great deal. You we cleaned up pick, that trade. We got the pick that got us Gresham. So that's just like a roll of the dice, yeah. right? Hey, you, I think I think it's safe to say you won that trade. Well, at the moment, but it, like I say, Carlisle's hardly yeah. he hasn't played a lot of games. At least there's no drugs in him anymore. There's still talk. I was listening on the uh, SEN on the way here that, yeah, no guarantees on that. But, <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, but he, um, there's still talk he might he might go somewhere like North Melbourne or something. Why Especially would- if we get Dougal Howard. Great name. Yeah, fantastic. Maybe one of the best names in AFL. Very good player, apparently. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's I definitely knew him well. <laughs> oh, it's my. I said this before to you before. So my brother's Port Adelaide. He's just so he loves the Doog, which is what. So you know how like whenever Bruce goes near the ball, the horse noise, and when Josh Bruce goes yeah. near the balls, so people like. Who I, I should say, uh, I do believe he is worth more than pick thirty or yeah. thirty-two, but. You know, I don't know how it works. Some of it, it seems like they just all of a sudden are way overs and other players like, nah, you're lucky to get 30. So I was like, he's, he was in the top six contested marks in the league. He's kicked 30. The Bulldogs are screaming out for targets. 36 like, plus in four of the last 
five. He's not that's a huge bag goals, but he's been getting that in a pretty dud team with a um, ordinary, pretty like famously ordinary forward um, entry. <laughs> yeah, so he's. I don't know. I think he'd be he, in a good team. He'll be a star, and I think he's, he is worth more than rolling the dice at pick thirty two in the draft. But we're going to take that supposedly and, and use it to get. Yeah, what I uh, thought. Sp- I, well, I thought it was Smith. Uh, Smith. Jones. Jones. So I knew it was one of the yeah. one of the boring names. But Jones from <laughs> Sydney. Pick thirty two oh, for I, Devin Matt, Smith. I reckon you'll go pick eighteen <laughs> for Howard and Ryder. Yeah, that makes sense to yeah. me, I think. Ryder is steak knives and like Port yeah. Adelaide are very open about the fact that he is steak knives. If all these trades happen, it means we we don't go to the draft at all, I don't think. Or we have maybe we have a fifth round yeah. or something. That's all right. But it'd be interesting. I mean, we've also we've we've been to the draft the last few years, and that would be a you know all five players would be starting players. There's a an indicative um uh twenty two that was listed in the Herald Sun on Oof. Sato, you want to hear this? Yeah, uh, we would love to hear this. Uh, Speculative twenty twos are so in our alley; it's not even funny. Especially from the Herald, Herald Sun, I can't read any of their articles because I refuse to be a subscriber. I get one a month, and I always waste it <laughs> on something time, dumb. And you're like, and then the next day, something else comes up. You're like, I actually want to, I want to read that. <laughs> like, I think I used my one this month on the fact that Dustin Martin's car was still at the MCG, and could I could have told you that. Tom. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear about that? No, what happened? Uh, we haven't spoken about this on the show either. Uh, so after the grand, Dusty Martin drove to the grand final. Oh, yeah. And uh, his car. <laughs> Didn't drive home. His car was still there on like the 7th good. of October. He's now overseas with Dane Swan. <laughs> and his car is allegedly still at the MCG. If the Saints ever win a premiership, there will be a similar story uh, for me. If I. <laughs> like, I. It won't be just my car, it'll be my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> Matt left his life on Grand Final Day in Melbourne and, yeah, we don't know where he is now. <laughs> Everything, the, like your tax tax file Everything numbers there. That's where it was. Yep. Yeah, that's no joke. I it's <laughs> None of you would understand this all having lived through premierships. Yeah, it's true. But if it ever happens to me, I just don't know. I honestly, I'm, I will have no plans. I'll have my. I'll go with my passport to the game. I reckon next time, <laughs> just in case. Just in case. I tell you what, Tom. He'd happily shave his head. Yeah, I, I would shave my head. No would you? That. Would you shave your head if oh, if the Saints win the premiership? Uh, yeah, I'll shave my head. Would you or... shave your head and then also get a like a head tat of the of the score? <laughs> <line? laughs> I'll tat- do the tattoo. <laughs> What's the tattoo? I mean, of the scoreline. That's up in the ante a little bit. Um, you can grow your hair back to cover it, I guess. Okay. Well, how does it look hair hopefully. follicles though? Does hair grow through tattoos properly? I don't. I love know. I love sure the idea does. of jinxing my way to a premiership. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure Mick Malloy this year said he'd get a, a wild haircut of the Tigers. He got they, it on If they sure. win this like next season, you'll shave your head and dye your beard St. Kilda colours. Yeah, sure. Fucking great. No doubt about that. Oh, that'd be huge. Mate, the, if, if the they make the grand final win the premiership. Yeah. 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 Like, what else? What else? Yeah. If the Saints win their premiership in 2020, I'll you just. I mean, you can write out a long list, <laughs> and you'll just sign it all right it. now. Yeah, yeah. No worries. Uh-huh. That would be big. Do you want to hear the uh, the Saints? Yeah, yeah this is the, the Saints uh, premiership team 2020. Yeah, here we go. Yep, yep. So that I mean, there's a few things have to go right, but they've got uh, backline Dylan Robertson oh. so, on his you know his second. Is he hunt. back? Well, it, the news is good. And I'm guessing they're saying things going well, but at the moment, and things looked like they were going well last year, and he went, uh, he had the issue again in the preseason. So I hope so. He's 
he's one of our best players. And he's sort of a forgotten man because he hasn't played a game in two years. Norm Smith medalist, probably. Full back. Oh. Full back Dougal Howard. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, so, obviously, Dude. a deal has to go through. No one's kicking goals on him. Jimmy Webster in the other pocket. Yep. He missed most of this year. Then halfback Zach Jones from Sydney. Oh, bit of zip. Jake Carlos and halfback Nick Caulfield, who's one of our top ten picks from last year. Carlos a bit uh got a bit of hooker about him. You can, can I, swing him forward if you want. Swing man. Is yes. Brown has Brown retired? It seems like if the Howard deal goes through, he might be retired. See, I think <laughs> I'm gonna put it out there. I think Howard at fullback is wrong. Right. Ooh. Because I think how, no no, Howard's in the in the back line. So Howard is just from watching a few port games. But how it is in that um, Tom Stewart kind right. of like Josh creative, Gibson? You, you want him on not a, having on res- a flank on a flank. You don't want him responsible for a player. Yeah, you well, want him to be I able love to Brown. create. I think Brown's great. So I'm a bit sad that he's going to probably no. get squeezed out. Brown's a fullback, and um, Brown is he's an old Coffin's school fullback. On the bench. He'll just he'll he'll punch a lot of footies out of bounds. Yeah, and that's good. That's what you want. And then Howard's on one of those flanks. Gold yeah. fist. So pick who you yeah. want out of. Caulfield or who was the other one on the other one? Jones. Jack Jones. Yeah, let them fight it out. Yeah. I think if we're going well, players like Caulfield will have taken a big step up. You know, the, yeah. there's a few of those players that if they don't take really come on, then we're, we're battling, I think. Then the centre line, Hanabry, who are, I know we got shat on a lot for that trade last year. We gave up nothing for him. Yeah. yeah. Apart from a lot of cash, but we have so much room in yeah. ourselves. This is this cash. thing that I never understood how Barrett went after Lafleyan and the Saints for the whole year being like, well, they paid overs for a, an injured player. It's like they actually, actually got him for fuck all. Yeah, it was, it was like basically the Swans wanted him out of the there. trade. Yeah. <laughs> he was good when he played. Yeah. He was he was good when he played and now he should be there round one and play a full season, you'd think. Yep. They did they they took their time and supposedly rebuilt his body kind of thing. But it we we <laughs> the gave six up, million dollar man. Yeah. The trade was nothing. We we're paying him quite a bit of money, but we have to spend a certain amount in our salary cap and we're at the part of our cycle where we don't have players that we need to spend that much money on. So you've had a still, war chest for years. Yeah, we're spending under still. And that's why we can offer Hill huge money and that sort of stuff. But so Hanabry on, on a wing, Jack Steele in the middle, who I, I really love. Mm-hmm. And Brad Hill on the other wing. Oh. So far, only one Jack, <laughs> yeah, which I am shocked with. Well, in, in this scenario, is Steven still playing for you? Uh, no, so. Steven's gone. Bruce is gone in this scenario. Then you got on the half forwards, uh, Jack Billings. Yeah, there's, another there's another one. Tim Membry is uh, probably my favorite saint. And Ooh. Dean Kent. Who's Kenty. Got a great name. Great name, yeah. Dangerous name. <laughs> oh, that's a name that every every commentator is just sweating boards over. I think he he he's got an injury prone feel about him as well. Um, well. I think we brought him in knowing that from the demons last year, and he was pretty good. Yep, for the first half of the year, and then he was he missed the second half of the year. He's just so there's a there's a lot of players that you're like, well, I reckon a lot of these might end when up when it on comes that. together though. Yeah, Oof. when everything goes well, just because I've jinxed us into it with a head tattoo. Uh, <laughs> Forward pocket, Paddy Ryder, full Ooh. forward, Max King playing his debut. And oh, yep. Dan Butler from the Tigers in Ooh. the other pocket. Forgot about him. Good pe- people keep saying we're going to get him for nothing, which is wild. I love how when teams are flying, normally, like the yeah. cat, <laughs> Cats don't do it. They're always tight asses, I think. But teams like the Tigers. <laughs> we're pretty good traditionally, I feel. Uh-huh. Tigers and the Swans, they're just, they're just like, yeah, if that player wants to go, yeah, we've, we'll, we'll let him go. To be fair, Geelong have done that. Except Tim Kelly's the first player right. where we've ever gone, no, nah, we want to keep him. Right, right. But usually I'm, we're like, yeah, you can leave. Darcy, like, yeah, no worries, champ. Billy nah, Schmidt, right. see you later. Only when they're good. Josh Caddy, 
oh, okay, we tried to do a trade for Deledio, which you didn't want, but now you want to... Look, that's fine, champ. Off you go, buddy. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I've totally forgotten all that, and I've just like... I've, uh, I think I, I just don't like Geelong. Yeah, yeah look, no, it's fair enough. Mainly because... You, well, it's it's not even that. It's just because you, you and Hawthorne just have been good for so long that I'm I'm just like, I'd, no. I'd prefer other teams to yep. have a go. Do you hate Sydney as much as you hate Geelong and Hawthorne? They've... Uh, no, why is that? Why Which is I? weird because they've been... Just yeah, they've been successful. up there for so long. Do you think it's because like the they whole century, it? basically? <laughs> Team of good blokes. Oh, well, hey. did, did they earn it? What did they have the cola for a lot of that time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's true. See, Geelong had no cola. We just had blue Don't chip people it, like you, Matty Scarlett, and Geelong have got the son of God. Way more powerful than anything. They've got the Geelong Falcons. Yeah, the Geelong Falcons footy factory. And there's weird pull for people to want to uh, move back. To Geelong area, yeah, it's wild. It's, it's, it's terrible it's to get Brian Lewis because he's from Geelong. Stevens the same. Yep. He, he wants to come back. Obviously, Danger was the same. Henderson, Tui, Travis Boak for years ago. Nearly got Travis Boak. Uh, we couldn't offer him the captaincy. That's what got him over the line at Port. Um, so Boak wanted Ablett coming back. Tom Stewart not I, wanting to leave. On. So Boak wanted to come back to Geelong and then captain. No, no, Boak wanted to come back to Geelong. Was was like. There was multiple times where him him and Joel Selwood were like meeting and it was nearly so just the year before we got Dangerfield, mm-hmm. it was gonna be Travis Boak. Yep. And then Port were like, if you stay, we'll give you a longer deal and you'll be captain. Whereas Geelong were like, Oh well, we've got a captain and his name's Joel Selwood, so <laughs> yeah. we're good, thanks. But no, nah, Boak. Boak, you're coming and you're captain. <laughs> yeah. Selwood, hit the pine. <laughs> yeah. In fact, you're out. That's kind of <laughs> fucked by Port. I mean, I guess it got him over the line, but imagine having a captain that was like considering yeah, leaving. That's Sl- Adelaide good. did the same thing with Sloan. And it's How'd going well for, for both it? of those teams. <laughs> well, I mean, flying. Sloan is still there, Yeah, as How? is Boak. Boak yeah. had actually a brilliant year this year. Um, he did. How's the rest of Adelaide? The Adelaide, as in, yeah, do you know what I love? It's talking about like, you guys are a destination club. What's the inverse of a destination club? South That's Australia. Adelaide. Yeah, departure club. I hate South <laughs> Australia. They're affecting the war on Collingwood at the moment because if they were both, if one of those teams was up and running, Grundy would be gone. He'd be All back right. to Adelaide. They Killing can't me. be long. I think both of those teams are always one good trade period and one one good draft away from being a gun team again. I think it'll be Port before it's Adelaide, though. They need Feels that way, serious yeah. help. But, uh, yeah, the Crows were so – like they were the – they were in a grand final two years ago. Yeah. I hope it's Adelaide first, personally. Personally, personally. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing that back. I think I said it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you did. Uh, but that's all right. Uh, <laughs> who's, who else we got? Sorry, we've. we've uh, you so know. you got. So what are we up to? We did the four the line. Four line. Then the rucks. You got Roel Marshall and Ruck, who's gun gun. Jade Gresham, Seb Ross, um, and then interchange oh, Josh Battle, who's. Uh, Good name. He's, yeah, he's a gun. He, I met him at the um, Best and Fairest very briefly. Yep. I've told this story. I never, you know, I told it to you on the yeah. Footy Footy Foot yep. show. Which you can watch on YouTube. I Everyone tell it all the time. I've been telling it a lot. I don't hey, know. tell it. <laughs> so um, uh, he, uh, I was there with Goxie and he was talking to Goxie. They know each other. And then I go, uh, he goes, oh, hi, I'm Josh. And I said, hi, Josh, I'm Matt. You used to be my bank password. And um, <laughs> yeah, he sort of. Is <laughs> that a weird rush of blood moment? <laughs> oh my god! So and he sort so of tensed up. You know, he didn't tense, but you could sort of like, oh, this guy's a weirdo. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't like he was like, oh yeah, this would just be an, this is Goxie's friend. Yeah, uh, so this would be a pleasant conversation. <laughs> Used to be on the bank password. Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> That's him, he, that, that movement was him like psychically being like Goxie. 
What the fuck? Yeah, why, why <laughs> have you done this to me? How long did the conversation go for after that? Uh, I think we, I think I got one more line out, and, uh, <laughs> which was oh, not anymore. It's now just battle one. <laughs> yeah, I've said too much. Um, but he, so what is he, what he, is he, he being password now? It's fine. I think you, I think you and Josh Battle might be in a similar headspace. Uh, oh, is that the joke? He I made? Think he made it. Yeah, it was a good, oh. it was a good bit. That's a good bit. Hey, maybe I am Josh Battle. But he he was he was our uh, rising star nominee. I think our only one for this year. And I think he's he's real since he went back uh, this year. I think he's he's great. I think he he sounded keen that night. He was interviewed and he sounded keen to play forward. I'm like, I reckon, I reckon you want to just own uh, back flank, sort of. Um, it's a good name. It's a great name. Yeah. Then Ben Long, Jared Geary. Oof. Captain sneaks in on the bench and Hunter Clark. <laughs> Captain's been benched. That's all right. That's okay. But then, and I mean, obviously, you know, you're always going to have some list of injuries. So I, that means they've got those emergencies. Super stiff Callum Wilkie, I reckon. Oof, oof. I, w- I imagine he, he'll start in round one. And Jack Sinclair, Matt Parker, and Luke Dunstan. Surely Parker starts on as well. I would have, yeah, I would have thought so, but he, he's. He's one of those he's great highlights reel and he can uh, be quiet through games, but it was his first year. He started yeah. real strong and then faded a little bit and he was in and out a little bit. But I, I noticed no McCartan in that no, anywhere. I, I he's think, got a bit of work to do. I, I think, think even the, the dream the dream scenario probably is a bit more realistic than having <laughs> I hope so. He apparently he wants to play on and he's got another year in his contract and he wants to go one more year. Maybe they'll play him down back because Richo was like, I don't want you playing forward because you keep trying to die. Yeah. Oh, it was such a shame because you could see the start of the his preseason games. You could see him coming on and I'm like, oh, he, he's looking good and then knocked out again. Fuck. He's, he's Kurt Tippett. Right. Which was like the same thing. Like Kurt Tippett would have these five or six games you're like, holy shit. And then to knock himself out. And I'm pretty sure he, by the time he got to Sydney, it was like, if you knock yourself out two more times consecutively. I think it was one. You like, are, you get another concussion. Like, was that it? Homer Simpson yeah. Yeah, yeah, boxing yeah. thing. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah, so that that's real sad, that story. I think apparently people say that draft was relatively weak now, the McCartan. I have Draco. heard people say that Max King would have gone clearly number one if he was in the in that draft, McCartan draft. Yeah. Petraka, like Petraka, who was a lot of people's number one, has been pretty good. Yep, uh, Brayshaw's been, okay. been the best out of that draft, you'd say. And he, he was he, he was three. poor this year though. Petraka hasn't quite got there. I, I like him a lot though. Yeah, I think. Yeah, obviously that's uh, in hindsight. That's yeah. just from um, uh, durability. Yeah, he's the pick. How Draw- many how many goals for King next year? You reckon? Well, his brother kicked seventeen from fourteen games this year. So something similar, you think? Uh well, I, well, he's apparently the better brother. Yeah. So I mean, Ben's a backman. I wonder if he's quicker because bloody hell, the the other king. Well, they got they have to be similarly fast. You yeah. Think. yeah, yeah. Twins. twins, twins, are the same. Yeah. Exactly the in same everyone. In everyone. Yes, identical yeah. twins. Yeah, yeah. He's, they're not. They're clones. It is. <laughs> they're nature's clones. The interesting thing is that we we picked up Max, who was the injured brother. He was supposedly the just, you He's on a did his ACL. Yeah, was, uh, yeah, it was a knee. Something. Something. I'm not a doctor, but yeah. Okay. Um, but your lab coat and stethoscope have well, misled okay. me. Well, I apologize. Okay. Dr. That. Stewart. <sighs> when you, you put three letters here, I'm like, oh, you've lost me. It had an L in it, though, for sure. Some yeah. sort of ligament. Yeah. PCL, big GL. But that, that's got to say something about their faith in him. Cause 
they could have picked Ben. He Ben went a couple picks later, and they picked the injured brother, knowing that even after rehab they had him which ahead he, of Ben, which seems yeah. Ben wild went like to me. six, didn't he? Yeah, Ben was. So they grabbed him at four, seven, and we got yeah Max at four. Yeah, okay. Draft can be absolutely fucking cooked though, because like who won is two and three in the year that Essendon got McGrath. Oh, um, oh, McGrath. It was Taranto. Mcgraw, Taranto, McCluggage are all guns. McCluggage. Yeah. If anything, McGrath's third, clear third. Yeah, I think. wasn't he number one in the draft? He, he was, was number one. one. Yep, yep. Taranto and McCluggage are a raffle. But who's well, Taranto one? won the best and fairest as a third year player, and McCluggage was in the All Australian squad, I think. Yep. And Taranto was the best giant on grand final day. I think McCluggage is statistically the best wingman in the AFL as well. And McGrath, which is he's twenty one or twenty, not freakish. quite there yet. And he'll get, he's but a good he's, player. His yeah. issue was that he had to be the player in his first year because drugs. We had yeah. none. <laughs> what a year to get picked up. The year after you got banned. No, no, no. The year before. What a year to get picked up. Oh right. <laughs> so you asked me like an actual question. Yeah. What? A, yeah. That. I mean, it's a, a getting thrown in the deep end kind of thing. Yeah. But hey, he did welcome. get to play with one of my all-time favourites, uh, the Duna, James Quilt. No, no. <laughs> McGrath's first year wasn't the drug year. You got him because of the drug year. Yeah, no, no. You finished but, bottom. So his first year. His no, we were banned from the draft for two years. No, no, no. Or a year. What? No. Yeah, that's not what banned. We didn't get a draft. You weren't allowed a draft pick. He no, no, played the though year, in the. All right, the year you had replacement players, you finished bottom. And that's the year you got McGrath. No, I don't think we got. Yeah, the year that we had. 100%. Because I remember Brisbane had all right, the um, worst guys. season of all time, and yet. Now you had replacement players, and Brisbane was so bad we only finished like point five above you, and, and they it was gave terrible. Us a- and Leppich got fired, and yeah. Am I going to go what two thousand and fifteen draft? It's definitely McGrath. You got him after the replacements year, because that's uh, when you got pick one. When else would you have had pick one? Did you trade for it? No, hundred percent. Right, here we go. Play you don't even look this up, mate. Uh, blah, 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 Back blah. at the end. I guess that makes sense. And then you um, grab you grab McCluggage as number two. Uh, McCluggage at three. Yep. All right. My memory is not. We traded. We traded with the Giants. It was a thing. We knew that they wanted Taranto, so we traded pick two for pick three and pick fifteen, and we grabbed McCluggage at three, Zach (laughs) Bailey at fifteen. You don't have to look it up, Tom. Look, he he knows this. I'm like, I think you're right because I've just looked also at the end of 2015. It's like Essendon top up players. You've got a computer as a co-host on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Only when it comes to Brisbane stuff. That's right. <laughs> so like, oh, like, that's Sean, the year. No, that's what's the year. your birthday? You, you got Parish, <laughs> Parish, and Aaron number. Francis. Weedering, you got Shacky. Yeah, you're right. Sean, wait, did we get Parish and Francis in the same year? Yep, five and six. That's not bad. That was a good draft. I mean, they both haven't quite come. I on. guess oh. when you've got draft, we've got pick one, five, and six. Getting those three players isn't particularly that exciting. Mm. Uh, and then Mills was it's three. Tricky, right? Because there's just no guarantee. Yeah, you think? I think people remember, or I, I always think of the you know the Hodge, Hodgeball Judd mm. years. And you go, yeah, you get a top three pick, you get a gun. That's yeah. just how it goes. But wasn't Rewalt something like fifteen or something? No, Rewalt was one. Yeah, no, Rewalt was one. Rewalt was one. Cosy two. One. Oh, well, they the same year. Yeah, one and two. And then Cosy won the. Rising Star first year and Revolt won it the second year. Yeah. Because he was, Revolt was a bit injured. But then, I mean, Richard Tambling was four, wasn't he? Pick yes. Four. And was that then Buddy was? Buddy was five. Five. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I, I don't think you want to, 
You don't want to have that power because yeah. you'll no. you'll ruin your life if you get it wrong. What's that? It's only too like I was reading a thing today just about Geelong haven't had a pick in single figures since 06 when they took Selwood at seven. Right. And the only reason they took Selwood at seven is Wells was like, there's no way he's going to be available. He's that good. But then he'd had a couple of like ankle and knee injuries and no club wanted him. So he got right. to seven and Wells was like, are you fucking Selwood? Like, yeah. come yeah. on. And I'm That's pretty sure there's like good. players either side of him that just like were never sighted. Well, yeah. Sorry. I remember that there was a, just to go back a little bit, I knew that there was a famous, very good player that got like, got like was a steal in the draft. Mm. James Hurd. Oh, yeah. He was like 40. 50 something? 68, 69 or something? 73, 71? 79. Yeah. Was that a father son thing or something? No, grandfather son? No, I think it was because he just had an injury. Right. That's so, wild. Yeah. That, it used to happen more where number one picks would never play a game and, and yeah. random ones would go real well. Well, like, here you go. So this is, I just looked up that year was, for Selwood because I wanted to do the fact. Gumbledon went pick two at Essendon. Hanson, Lockie Hanson to the Kangaroos, Lewenberger to Brisbane, Boke to Port, Thorpe to Hawthorne, Mitchell Thorpe, and then oh. Joel Salwood seven. See the red dreads? Uh, that maybe. That's Yahoo Serious. Real, real skinny. Oh, Yahoo Serious. Yeah. 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 Uh, Reckless Kelly. That's yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jaden Stevenson was a bit like that a couple of years back. He would have gone higher if he wasn't injured. Because there was people who were concerned about his heart thing. So yeah. Stephen Hooper was. Pick number one in the year that's then got James Hurd. He played for you guys. Stephen Hooper. Hooper yep. in the hoop. Did we get a pick one? I do you know what? I've been a Geelong supporter my whole life and I've never seen Stephen Hooper. He played twenty one games. Do you know what? I was probably fixated <laughs> on Bizzle in those era. Uh well, he era. played from ninety one to ninety three. His first game was against St. Kilda. To be fair, I don't think I would have been old enough to have been into like paying attention to who players were. You would have been barely alive enough to that's what I mean. Have object permanence. I remember when I was real little, there was a player called, I think it was John Giorgio for the Saints. And he was- What he, a name. He, I think <laughs> we picked him up when he was 15 or something like that. And he was he played a real good game early and we were very excited. But it turned out he was just like, he'd sort of- That was it. Maxed out at, <laughs> at 15 that he just he didn't have anywhere to go from there. So there was so much hype. But I don't think the science was there back then. And um, maybe if if not, you're not allowed to pick them up that young anymore either. No. So I think people, yeah, get a better idea when they're 17 or 18. I do love though when they hype up an 18 year old. Yeah, it's like this is an 18 year old kid. He better be good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, fuck him. Danaher, uh, I used to listen to Sen Drive a lot with Ox and it wasn't before, they, before they all got fired. Yeah, <laughs> I think they're yeah, they're on a different sports radio station now. But I uh, remember Schwartz used to always talk about Ox. He used to always talk about Danaher. He's like, he's going to be the best player. He's like, you can't compare him. He's Wayne Carey, only better sort of thing when he was playing in the juniors. Yeah. And he, he, I mean, he probably wasn't that far off. He, he didn't predict that he'd be injured injured all the time, yes. which is why I think it's wild to give two top ten picks for yeah, him. But yeah, Matt, but if, if you he's get, fit. Oh, if you can get his if body he's right, fit. he's what, 25, 26. He's a... He's coming into his prime age bracket for a key forward. He has a beautiful pair of hands. He can hit in the pinch hit in the ruck, and he can kick them from seventy like it's nobody's business. Yeah, <laughs> we saw it in the flash this year. We were at Anzac Day, and he kicked one on the halftime siren from fuck it was basically ninety meters out. 
About 60, <laughs> it was 65, though, on a reasonable angle. And it went through a post height. It was like, yeah. fucking hell. Yeah, so it's, I guess that's, that's what you sell on. You yeah. sell on the dream. But I've got some number one picks here. 2005, you got Mark Murphy. Yeah, like he's good. Uh, 06 is Bryce Gibbs. He's also Yeah, they had good. A good, both had good careers. 08, Jack Watts. That, That's probably the famous misfire. Because like Nat knew he went two, didn't he? Uh, yeah, I think he did that year, yeah. He's still like – he still had a he's had an, a career. He's not yeah. Stephen Hooper, you know. What I mean? <laughs> no, no, he's played. He's not. You know, he's played what 150 games. Yeah, like easy. If he didn't go number, if he went number 21, people were like, what a what a solid career. Yep. But also, like the other thing too is he had a two breakout games for Port where it's like, geez, playing him at halfback, yeah. it's going to be his year, and then he broke his leg. Yeah, that like the start. Of, like you forget how like he played two brilliant games right. at the start of the year, broke his leg. Oh nine was the Melbourne year where they had one and two, and they went Scully and Trengrove. To be fair, they got shafted by Scully because he turned into an exceptionally good player. Mm-hmm. Trengove. Would you say Scully's a, like a number one caliber player though? Probably not. He's a very good player. Yeah, but like what is a number one caliber like player? Like Rewalt. <laughs> yeah, but Rewalt's one in a million. That's the thing. You, even you just reading out this list, it sort of shows that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you think maybe maybe Murphy is sort of the, the median, like a really good player yeah. without being an all-time champ. Like he's a yeah. – He's a club champion, not a league champion. Yeah. Like what you have, Rewalt, you have Hodge. Because Hodge was number one, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he was, yeah. Hodge was number one, yeah. Yeah, like. I mean, Hodge, Ball, They got Chuck. him for the trade with Freo. Trent Crowe. Yeah. And Crowe ended up going back to back Hawthorne for, anyway. For nothing, yeah. And winning I, a premiership. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> I have a story about Luke Hodge, actually. Uh, something that I found out over the weekend. Uh so he used to, so one of my friends um, used to serving serve him at his work. And my friend hates Luke Hodge. And I was like, Really? Why? That seems like a weird hate. Yeah. He was like, What well, was like, why? He's like, No, no, no. He's a piece of shit. And I was like, What happened? He was like, He's on like a million dollars a year and he asked for a refund on his desserts. And I was like, Yeah. And he was like, Yeah, like, just relax. And I was like, Why did he ask for a refund? He's like, Well, we never brought them out. And I was like, <laughs> <"That's-> <laughs> And you know what? I bet you he was like, I like to imagine that Hodgey like waited until. Like so late in the yeah. piece to be like, ma- ma- the ma- candles burned down to the nub. Maybe they're still coming. Ah, <laughs> uh, look, guys, I didn't get my dessert. Can, can I not pay for the thing that didn't arrive? <laughs> oh, here we How go. dare <laughs> you, you million dollar a year piece of shit! <laughs> uh, I got David Swallow, Gold yes. Coast, yeah, John O'Patton. Well, he's another one you just don't really know because of the body thing. You watch, he'll get to Hawthorne and be amazing. Yeah, could do. Lockie Whitfield. He's handy. He's. I feel like he's a. He's a. Surely. Yeah. Geez, the Giants got a lot of number ones. Tom Boyd. Fucking hell, the Giants. He is okay. I will say this about Tom Boyd. He is worth every dollar and every pick because he won a team that had never like hadn't won a premiership in a million years. A flag. Yeah, that's right. Take him out, and that's uh... in the famous words of BT. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Paddy McCartan. Um, Mm. that's where this list ends. Yeah, Paddy's a. It's a it's a rough story. He seems like a cool guy. Yep. And I reckon he if his body held up, I think he'd be a a real good forward now. Who was who was number one last year? Um what's his name? Walsh. Oh, okay. Who's uh yep. actually he's probably a number one pick. Yeah, he's a he's But no, this makes your point, Matt, like it's all speculative. Yeah. So it is. So that's when I mean, but at the moment Danaher's fitness is speculative as well. Yeah. yeah. Whereas you know what his ability is. Yeah. Whereas Ke- Kelly, that's like 
that's bankable. He's definitely he's proven himself and he's fit. Dusha, yeah. I'm big on this. I think just should move down her on, but don't do the whole Essendon last minute thing. Do it now, so you've got a couple of days to flip five and nine for two I other players. Think that if it's going to happen, mm. it will happen in enough time that yeah, we get players because uh, we've drafted. I don't know. Yeah, look. <laughs> Um, There's a theory going around that the AFL, because the last, I think the last hour of trade period is televised live on Fox. Yep. Oh, the AFL right. are happy of clubs to like just push that back a bit. If you've got a deal that's you know you think's going to happen, push it back. So we get the drama of the the player manager running down the hallway with the paperwork. And, are we are we no. literally though going to have like all these trades where it's like oh they're in an impasse? Freo and St Kilda already agreed what the picks yeah. were. Geelong and St Kilda have already agreed what mm. Stephen Jack Stevens worth. Like they've already sorted it out. They're all just. Fuck, it's a conspiracy. Yeah. That's the theory though, that anything that looks like it's a done deal, the AFL have said, why don't you just hold that back for the drama? Well, because Essendon fucking did this two years ago with Shield. Yeah. Well no. It's the same fucking thing. No, no, no. I heard that absolutely wasn't a done deal and Steven Silvani got this close to pinching him. Yeah, they nearly swooped. Do you reckon he's happy? Shield? Yeah. I mean, if I'm Sheil, I'm a bit annoyed if one of the players that are used to convince me to come to your club is now leaving yeah. one year after you. Because Danaher was part of that welcoming party, yeah. wasn't he? It, feel, it does feel like if you were picking now, you would go the Blues, right? They're on there. They feel like they they could on be the anything up. all of a sudden. Where well, Essendon could be on the down or could be on the plateau or also could be on the up. They're Essendon a has a just... real feel of a club that's just going to be a middling club for a bit, and but, as they have been for a a bit this yeah, whole century, look, yeah. So we're, we're Matt. You talk about like um, how, come like, join us down the bottom. It's it's interesting down here. You know? Yeah. At least then, feeling in the middle of the table feels like a win. Well, <laughs> a twenty point loss is like fuck. It wasn't one hundred and thirty hey, points. We got, boys, we got close. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, because like, yeah, Essendon. They had it all this season and last season where they just feel like a team that is just like. What like could at any point just fly totally off the rails, like and just implode? Yeah, they this year just week to week. I you couldn't believe it. it was it was you who got flogged by the dogs, right? No, that was yeah, that yeah. was us. Uh, that just was, didn't see that coming. That was um, we needed to win one of the last two games to guarantee a spot in the finals, and that was the second last. Yeah, that was amazing. the first of the two games. That's 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 just bizarre. <laughs> But then other games, you just looked irresistible. Like we just, I know this wasn't like in, by the end of the season, this, this win didn't seem like that impressive. But the fact that we came back from 30 points down in Adelaide against Adelaide. Yeah. And then, the, you know, the, the three weeks in a row where you won by under a goal. Three? In was, the dying minute. Yeah. It was, uh, I think it was under 10. It was under 10 points. For about five weeks. Five it? or six weeks. It fucking <laughs> took 10 years off my life. <laughs> But worth it. Worth it. Not really. I mean, it, at least, I mean, I always, people have said to me, like, oh, I'd prefer to not make grand finals, not have the heartache. Yeah. But I'd take all the win. Like, making a grand final means you've had a sick year till that day. Yeah. And it's so fun until that that day sucks more than anything. Yeah. But Worst that year leading up to it is amazing. I'd take, like, from someone who goes for a team who hasn't played finals in, Nine years now, mm. or eight years, I would, I'd take any of that success any day. I mean, you, you would making finals is fun, but you haven't won one. Yeah, this century, so, right? uh, yeah, our last final or win was two thousand and four. Oh, right, that no, was no, two thousand. No, it 
wasn't Tom. Tom keeps saying it's... Ma- haven't made a final. It's one of the we won a grand final in 2000, and then yeah. we lost in the grand final in 2001 against Brisbane. Is, but, oh, yeah. What's amazing, though, though, is that yes, you, they, right, they got to a grand final, which they didn't win. So the stat's still true that their last win was 2000 because they got to the grand final in 01 without winning a final. It was incredible. I don't know how... That is it. amazing. You know what's incredible too, Dush? I'm just remembering it now. In the 2001 grand final, if I said to you, Matty Lloyd's kicking four, Scotty Lucas is kicking four, you would think you would win that game. We're winning comfortably. Lost by 26 points. Yeah, amazing. What did they run into, Sean? Uh, fucking juggernaut. <laughs> Michael Voss in the pocket. Oh, kicking were, the, uh, the dirtiest goal ever. I'm, <laughs> I'm just loving it. Fuck, I love him. Um, <laughs> yeah. It would be nice to win another final. I was but- there at your. Was it the one where you were you had the game in control against the Ruse? Maybe about and uh, six, Frank seven, the Tank, eight. old mate. Um, what's his name? Petrie. Petrie broke out the Frank the oh, Tank dance. Yeah, that's right. Ryder kicked one with like from like the the old Ryder banana from fifty five that <laughs> looked like he'd iced it, and then Petrie kicked two in the space of like a minute, and then Ben Brown kicked another one. Yep, that was the year they made the prelim. North made the yeah. prelim two years in a row. Oh, that, that was 2015, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, we lost in 2004. Then I think the next time we made finals was 2009. And that's when we got absolutely fucking smashed by Adelaide. Uh, it was the biggest- Port Adelaide? Or no, Adelaide, Adelaide. Adelaide. Oh. It was the biggest win that Adelaide had ever had in finals and maybe the biggest- We lost by like 86 points or something. Then we made it in 2015, which you were just talking about. We lost- Joey took a hanger. Yep, we lost. And then, uh, yeah, 2019, also lost. That year, 2015, was the year that North beat you and then got Geelong, who just lost to, Hawth- uh, just lost to Hawthorne. And we went out in straight sets for the first time in the history of, like, straight sets, exits. But I, the only thing I remember about that game is that we were just looked like we were out of it nothing was doing anything. And then Tom Hawkins was just like, fuck it, and just kicked, like, I think five goals in the last quarter and just couldn't get us over the line, though. Nearly, nearly killed Scotty Tom. Straight sets is no good, is it? Feels shit, Sean. Yeah, you know. At least you but get there, at least like. we had happiness though to get there. We got to finals and we were oh, yeah. believing totally. In That's ourselves. still like the bulk of the year is good fun times. We got to a fucking prelim against Richmond, and at half time we were thirty points up, and I thought uh, we were twenty points up, and I thought to my, I actually started thinking, surely not, surely not. <laughs> yeah. We know. Yeah. <laughs> well, this year. Yeah, we lost quite comfortably in the uh, qualify well elimination final. But I'll always have those five incredibly stressful wins. I've uh, watched <laughs> a compilation of like the winning moments of those five weeks in a row so many times. Oh yeah, because that also had the tipper goal from like against, against the North Roos. Melbourne. Oh, so good. There two, hell. When there two goals in the, I was watching on my phone in the kitchen making some pasta. Watching yep. on the, um, the, boy, the water boiled over. <laughs> that was the vibe so did in I. It was, um, yeah, I was watching that game. Oh, yeah, McKinnon not dobbed one from like 50 on the run. Yeah. And then the next goal was the tipper one. Right. Yeah, it was a, it was a hot finish. Yeah. Because um, they got, I think, yeah, they were like eight points up or something. And I was like, oh, no, we fucked this. Because we were in control for most of the game. And then Wusha they- was dead at that point. Yeah. Well, yeah, those five wins also saved our coach. Yeah. For one year. For one year. Yeah. <laughs> you got and another that, year. Which- now he's on a succession plan, which has famously worked- <laughs> for other large Victorian base sites, yeah. well, to be fair, they they tend to work though, don't they? Like well, you, we, there's the really bad one, the Collingwood one. The only one I know that's worked though is the the um, Sydney. No, the two that involve Paul Roos. So Paul Roos, but take, I mean, yeah, that has 
uh, after this year? Are you still saying it's worked? Well, to be fair, I, I think Melbourne just cooked it. They they made a prelim last year. Yeah. You know, and I think Goodwin has done good things at that club, but I think that the club just overachieved last year and they kind of got a little bit ahead of themselves this oh, year. Yeah, absolutely. It was a disaster. Um, just didn't pan out. And they were, I, was, I was loving them last year. It was exciting. Especially because we had such an awful year. It was great to have the, the Ds to jump on board. Yeah. Um, I feel yeah. the same way when the dogs do well. Yeah, dogs are. Yeah. I, I went to Whitnover when the when they to watch them win the premiership. Oof, was how was that? Fun. Yeah, great fun. Powerful. Yeah, we well, sitting there going, "This is great," but can't wait to do it at Moran. Um, oh, there was there was a yeah there were. Now you'll be at the G, I, mate. I, I, You're I not at Moran. I was loving it, but I was it, there was you know a little bit of jealousy for sure. Yeah, I um my memory of the uh, 2016 uh, grand final was. So Plumbing the Death Star, one of the other podcasts I do, was driving back from Sydney Grand Final Day. And I got back to my house uh, just as the medals had been presented. So we were listening to it on the radio. I knew what was happening. That was very exciting. And, like, I opened my house door and there was just three of my friends just crying. And I was like, what happened? And they just pointed to the TV and Bob Murphy was wearing the medal. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) It's still, like, one of the fucking best. That started this podcast. Yes, just <laughs> that that game right. created this show. I reckon I, I like to think there's a bit of a bit of beverage in in Ratten. He's got that kind of vibe. Yeah, like hopefully you know gets the. It just feels like you make the place fun and it's yeah. a little bit different. But. Well, he's got hey. a bit of that Clarko magic. You know, he's been under. You look at the guys that have come under Clarko. What Simpson, uh, Bolton, Bolton, Hardwick. Oh, Bolton doesn't count. Well, no, Bolton, Bolton's unfair. Why? Because Bolton. Why? Because he fucks your theory. No. <laughs> Bolton inherited a list that was not as good as I think people kept telling him he had. No, they didn't tell him that, did they? <laughs> well, he, he was always talking about how it's going to take a long time to rebuild this list. And they were like, oh, yeah, no, it will, it will. But I think internally they were like, yeah, two years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two years. And now that. You know, I mean, they even don't know what they want because they were like, <laughs> no way we're going to give David Teague the job. I guess we're going to give the job to David Teague. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but like what? So, yeah, so Ratton are you heading there, but you've had like Hardwick, um, Simpson, Beveridge, Cameron? Did Leon Cam- No, Leon Cameron was Bulldogs, wasn't he? I think he he was somewhere else. I can't remember where. But like – that's that was pretty a, good. That's the last three premierships have been coached by someone who coached under Clarkson. Yeah. Cameron was a succession plan as well, wasn't he, under Sheedy? Yeah. Yeah, he was too, yep. Although pretty Sheedy and Williams. Choco. Right. It's pretty, that's a dream team. <laughs> hey, that club's doing better though because Sheedy was there to do Sheedy shit. He wasn't there to coach that side. No, he was the he was the marketing man. He was there of. for the the heart and soul of sprinkling some sheedy magic. He I was like, "Hey guys, I got a great idea. Let's let the Can Empire write our fucking song. And it'll oh, be a banger. See, it'll become a meme one day." <laughs> yeah, that imagine was the best thing about Grand Final. But, like, yeah, but the meme was just dead in its tracks by quarter time. Yeah, it was a shame. Yeah. Jeez, it, it would still be going if if, the if, uh, if they had a one, it would have been deafening. I oh, know it wouldn't have. It would have it would have been cross continental. Do you remember though when we were there and we we're like, Jesus, a few. So we went and the Giants people started cheering when the Giants came. We thought there's a few Giants here, and the Richmond team ran out. And we're like, oh shit, yeah, it was, uh, there's not many of them. Pretty one sided affair. They would have found the same in the prelim, right? With the pies, yeah. Would have Although been worse, the, the weather dampened spirits that day, <laughs> and also most of the pies would have gone at halftime. Yeah, I think that was the thing they needed to. I mean, it was just a few. 
You would have debriefed the game a lot. But I, it was a flogging, but they take a couple of those chances early when the game is tight. It could be that's, a very that's, different that's, There's result. like probably five minutes in the second quarter where they just didn't quite do enough. Yeah. Richmond a got a couple believer. of cheeky free kicks and then all of yeah. a sudden it was all over. I, I really believe in, in momentum and scoreboard pressure and all that sort of stuff. People say that game was always going one way, but there's moments where you can make it go a different way. But Absolutely. Yeah, I, obviously. It's just Look gonna, at 2009. You you had outscored us. Yeah. You just couldn't kick straight. Yeah, we we out out everything you'd. Correct. Well, even in the Apart I think it was goals. the first Except quarter. Except for Gary Ablett. <laughs> first quarter this year, there was like a 10-minute period where like the Giants were on top. They just didn't kick goals. No. Yeah. And that's the difference. Yeah. Look. It's real important. Yeah. I reckon it's underrated. Goal, <laughs> Kicking goals. Kicking goals. People Would talk about the one percenters, like, the contested possessions. Yep. Matt Stewart, he's like the goals. Um, yeah, goals. That's the stat I always look for. Would you say though, like <laughs> so just just on that, if you kick more goals than your opponent, yep. you're probably gonna be better I, placed. I reckon that's my barometer. That's your barometer. <laughs> yeah. I don't right. even bother looking at winners and losers. I just look at who's kicked more goals. Yeah. And if it comes to it, points. Yeah, and then yeah, the, the yeah, yeah tally who's them scoring up. the most? Yeah, you know, yeah, what I, yeah, love, that's, that's I actually love when I look at a at a scoreboard of a game and the losing, the uh, the losing teams kick more goals. It's just the other teams got more behind. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I love seeing it. Well, you'd love watching Saints. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> <laughs> we um yeah we we very rarely kick more goals and behinds. Call yeah. it the ratio. It's yeah. a little term I've come up with. Oh yeah, who's the goal kicking coach down there? Uh, it it was it it probably still is uh, old Hawks man. What's his name? He's oh, me- it was before he came Dixon, to us. Ben Dixon. He was oh. meant to be the goal kicking whisperer before he got him. to us, and now I think his, <laughs> his reputation's um, copped a bit of a hit since he got there. Boys, yeah. needs to be another homecoming, right? Package deal: Zach Jones, Tony Lockett. Oh yeah, that's good. Get him, get, get him, him back, back to Moravan. No, he yeah. doesn't want to be in the bubble, mate. He's out of the bubble. He can no, he can still live in Ballarat and just drive down whenever he feels like. Skype it. in. No, 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 no. Say Tony Lockett. Does he live in Ballarat? He's from Ballarat, isn't he? Out past he Ballarat. He's from Ballarat, but he lives but he, in Sydney now. I think he, yeah, well, he, lives, he lives in country New South Wales. Lives maybe. in a cave somewhere, just yeah. on a, practicing the art of kicking. Tr- yeah, he's got his greyhounds going. Barabin, get him like a bit of an ownership into a greyhound. Not too far from Sandown Park. Abs- see, get in there, and he doesn't. Again, he doesn't need to be there all the time. He won't Skype in because Tony Lockett doesn't Skype. Tony Lockett doesn't have a computer. No, no technology. Just like when he feels like it, he'll just turn up to training. And everyone's like, oh shit. Tony's here. It's like 4 a.m. And like, you know, he's got to go to the internet cafe. To Tim Memory's phone rings. He's like, oh, what's 4 a.m.? He's like, uh, Plugger's just arrived. Fuck, we've got to get down for goalkeeping yeah. practice. Plugger's here. He's only going to be here for two hours and then he's going to go home again. Put him under pressure. Right. Chase them with a greyhound. And if they can oh, kick yeah, a goal on the good. run. There you go. Put him under pressure. Just have Tiny Lockett put on all his Tiny Lockett weight and then chase them. <laughs> oh, if you don't kick a goal, he tackles you full bodied. All right. So before we get to emails, Matt, do you have any big predictions for the rest of this trade season? Knowing full well that, that anything over. you say will be days too late. Um, bold so go course. big. All right. Um, Swing for the fences. Yeah, okay. Um, who, 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 the Eagles are going to on-trade Tim Kelly to the Saints. Um, <laughs> that is big. But in return, we're going to package up picks 12 and a future third rounder. So... Ooh, hey, geez. I don't. I Do we end up with Jack Steven somehow? Yeah, and you get Jack Steven <laughs> yeah. cool. and Bruce. Yeah. And Bruce. Hey, we don't even want Bruce, but I'll take him. Yeah, you got him. We just go, hey, Bulldogs, fuck you. We've now got Josh Bruce. You can <laughs> yeah. have him at the end of next year. He's not playing a game for us this year. <laughs> Saints get Nat Nui as well. 
Yeah, we're getting that new. Yeah, it actually turns out pretty well for us. Yeah. yeah wow. But, and, uh, it's incredible. You go on to shave your head and dye your beard. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Plugger, Plugger puts, puts the boots back on. And- <laughs> he reckons he's got one more in him. Just, yeah. just like people getting too close to his record, he's like, I'm just going to kick a couple more, just yeah. keep it safe. <laughs> Goes out and kicks 12. <laughs> but he, he would. Oh, we didn't talk at all about the uh, the prison straps. I was curious as to what you think oh, about I love that. it. Oh. So we love it because so we, every year, Declare that year the year of war on Collingwood. Okay. So anything that makes Eddie irrationally upset, such as Port Adelaide wearing their prison bar Guernsey, makes us happy. I yeah. I it's a great jumper. I lo- I like the jumper. I I think I think uh, Footy Media is good when Eddie's fired up as well. Mm. Oh yeah, like he's good. An angry Eddie is the best. Yeah, that's why Eddie I assume that's they, what your goal they is. They won that qualifying final, and the first thing he did was complain about shorts because he had a gentleman's agreement that no one had ever heard of. That is vintage Eddie <laughs> Maguire. All he needed to do was take a cold and flu tablet and say something racist, right. and we would have had the trifecta. Yeah, I always forget that. Yeah, I got to remember that when I'm. Yeah, he's no I'm good. Liking him. Watch the Australian Dream or the final quarter. I should, yeah, I should watch that. Um, go for a double feature. You'll uh, hate Australia and hate Eddie Maguire more. Well, but you'll love Adam Goods and, and uh, oh, can we talk about, okay, you know our favourite, we haven't had you on since we've decided this. But you'll, you'll like this. Our favourite footy media personality is Gilbert McAdam. Oh, yeah. Get him great. commentating every game of football. He, he was, when I started going to watch footy at Moorabbin, he was playing. And he was one of my favorites. Such a gun, and he—I he, feel like he only played for us for maybe three or so years. But he was so good in that time. Then he went up to Brisbane. Do you remember him playing? I didn't see much of it. It wasn't really a Bears man, right? Yeah, you um, went up with Fitzroy, did you? I actually went up. Uh, yeah, when when they merged, oh, you were I part started. of the deal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was the, deal. I was the biggest asset. <laughs> Lynch, no. Little did they know? Sean Carney. Oh, Lynchy. Number one ticket supporter. <laughs> no, what I just on Gilly. They should, you know, what did you say before they had the Eddie commentary thing? We were talking off. Red for Ed. Fred? Yeah, have a green button, green for Gilly. Just have oh, Gilly commentating every game. Fuck. Just the, my dream commentary team would be like Gilbert McAdam, mm. maybe chuck in like you need someone who's like just get you know Dennis back. Yeah, who's your favorite <laughs> game caller? I'm a big fan of Dwayne Russell, and I know oh, a lot of people right. hate Dwayne Russell, I but with Dwayne. The man loves a moment, even if the moment's not there, Matt. He yeah. will find it yeah, for you. Yeah, I think I, I used to find him harder. I I, I reckon I I found uh, some sort of anti-Saints bias in him. And I think football supporters can find that yep. in any media personality against their yeah. team. Yep. But he like I'd, he'd call a few games and like, he's like. He hates St. Kilda. He hate, why is he, every play, he's, he's like, it's like he's barracking for the other team. Yeah. And I think I locked in on that. Yeah. But then I, I yeah, I, you're right. He's, he's, uh, um, loves an old baby. Enthusiastic. Yeah. Shake so and bake. if I had to like pick, so my, my, <laughs> got my a great four voice. man panel, woman, man panel, because it'll be McAdam, Pierce as the boundary rider, because she's actually knows what the fuck she's doing. Mm. Right. Uh, who who is it compared to, who are you? Oh, Cameron Com- Ling. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. You Wayne Carey. I would have thought you'd be a Ling lover. I love Ling. I just think if I wanted to know what was happening, I just look at the TV because that's all he does. Oh, that guy's running. Yeah, I'd cool. bring back Dipper. Oh, oh he, big. He, he made the made the role 
I don't think it existed before him, did it? No, it's true. My it's favorite true. thing about Dipper was like years later when they said to him, "How did you always get such good access during the huddles?" And he said, "I just made it up." <laughs> he would always come back like, "Yeah, the coach said this." He was just making everything up because they couldn't prove him wrong. Yeah, he couldn't get in there. Um, but yeah, I'm a big fan of Anthony Hudson. Like yeah, him. yeah, I like him. because he, he'll call a game without. But he's a Geelong man at heart. But he is called the Nick Davis. I see it, but oh, I don't believe it. I was. I, they were talking about on that on uh, on the radio today. I think uh, they were saying how that's one of the great moments. Dal and whoever he co-hosts, oh Sam McClure, were talking Sam about McClure, it. like yeah. one of the best moments of commentary. I see it, but I don't believe it. And he's a Geelong. And he was. Yeah, that's what they were saying. Like, I couldn't believe. Oh, knowing you? that he's a Cats fan and and they've just been sunk. In a Did heartbreaking way. Well. Did Miracle on Grass. Again, another Cats game. See, he has no bias. He just knows the moment. Yeah, whereas I, people love Jared Waitley and I feel like – and he, he, the bias I don't think shows through from him either, being another big Cats guy, but – if you if you what, Jared would be there to give you like the here's the if you wanted to know what the fuck is actually happening you listen to Jared because he'll just tell you like in a very clear he's good for radio yeah whereas Hutto just and I like Paul Ruse as well special comments he's not bad there you go that's my commentary yeah that's good special commentary. comments I I don't mind Dermy just because he has a secret love of Brisbane I think and he loves fights. <laughs> and you respect that <laughs> yeah I do I respect it what a yeah. surprise Dermy Brennan loves punch ons yeah yeah wow shocked. He loves a karate chop too. Imagine if someone whips out a karate chop when he's boundary rider. And or special stomp. comments, I should say. Blow in the box. <laughs> it's a brutal, a brutal job, I reckon. Oh, yeah. Commentary or any of that stuff. Live just hours of live talking. Yeah. Just would fuck up or or start I don't know what like this. Start a sentence where I don't know where it's going quite. Yeah. And put words in a weird order and it like, like what's happening yeah, here. This yeah. sort of stuff. <laughs> that was all part of the plan. Yeah. To illustrate what I was talking about. Yeah, no, but well done. It's a brute. I reckon it'd be one of the roughest. Yeah. Yeah, just ask Jared jobs. when he called Gold Coast something else. Gold something. <laughs> oh, Jared Healy, yeah. The, again, this is why Hutto is an amazing professional. He's standing next to Jared Healy when he makes that slip and calls the Gold Coast Suns something else. And all Hutto does is his eyes go very wide, but nothing <laughs> else changes. Oh, he's a, it's a hero. I don't mind Healy as well, though. I reckon, mm. he, I reckon he's all right. I like, well, I, just, I like him on the couch. Yeah. I like that show. This is the most obvious choice, but I love Bruce. And I know that he's kind of lost it a little bit since, uh, oh, we just. I have, Dennis. Dennis. Oh, yeah. Dennis is the man. Dennis and Bruce as a combination of people was yeah, just. A good combo. I mean, now, if, have you noticed that a lot of us are saying it's like Fox footy or radio combo? None of us have gone, you know, I love BT and yeah. Wayne Carey and Luke can't get excited Darcy. Yeah, yeah, uh, the, yeah. The seven people don't like the seven team, but yeah, even sort of Hutto's kind of Channel Ten glory days as well. Channel he, Ten was my favourite. Yeah, right. Stephen Quartermain before the game. Yeah, oh, before the game was great, but Quartermain he has some of the best moments in footy, probably because he was at his peak when Brisbane were at their peak. But right. but he yeah. called he called the no no Actually, Bruce, no, Bruce called the draw. I just no, it was good because he has that whole thing. What are you doing next week? Right, you had. Channel Ten, I think, had Quartermain do the Friday, uh, the Saturday night, but the Friday night was Tim Lane. Tim Lane's very dry, and then you get Quarters, who's just like, "Oh, fuck!" <laughs> it was great. I loved him. Oh. Quarters oh. is a basketball commentator. Yeah, like that's his sort of. I think that's. But what again, he does Quarters now. has given us, you know, Leo Barry, U Star, and yeah. who? No, is mate. Now Quarters is, gave is, us the best one of all time. Boss from fifty five. From fifty five. Is it? <laughs> Now, you guys might know this, and I know we've got emails to do and we've got to wrap the show up, but 
just quickly. Uh-huh. Was it Quarters or Hudson who gave us who th- who knew that the sequel would be just as good as the original? Oh yeah, that's in 06. Was that I, I feel like quarters. that was Hudson. Again. Yeah. He's just I think it's Hutto. Yeah. Man's a king. Yeah, he <laughs> all right, I've got him in there now. Come <laughs> yep. Cometti. Were you at Meredith when Cometti no, I wasn't at Meredith when Cometti. That was the year before I won. He uh so the Meredith Music Festival yeah, yeah. On the last day, they have a nude run, which started because they abandoned Rock Up like twenty years ago, and they had to um, pad for time. So they <laughs> organised a nude run from all the people. In it the- does seem like what you would do if a band hasn't shown up yet. Fuck, the guys aren't here. What if we did a nudie run? Why do you suggest that all the time, Derek? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Just uh, hey, Derek, wear your pants. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I'm ready to go. <laughs> but then one year they got committee to um, MC the day and and commentate the race and i was so good i remember um and the prize was go- uh, you get golden jocks and he goes i remember real so well he uh as he was getting pre- the winner got presented the jocks he goes look at the golden jocks glistening in the sun makes you proud to be an australian <laughs> <laughs> damn it's oh. so good he got the job because um in one of the games he said, like, Meredith, like the music festival. Oh, right. And, yeah, umpire Meredith probably. Or, yeah. yeah. And so they went, hey, you know our music festival. Would you want to come? And he was like, yes. <laughs> Seeing the golden jocks glisten in the sun makes you proud to be Australian. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so good. Oh, Dennis. That was on TV. That would be, uh, you know, as iconic as a thief in the night or yeah. like bobbing a, like a <laughs> Like a librarian. He snuck up behind him. Yeah, that one's no good. Has well, no, 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 no. The reason I bring that one up is it is very funny because that was the week that got brought up a heap when Eddie was like, touched goals shouldn't be a thing. And someone's like, so that Nick Rewalt one would have been a goal then? Yeah. Well, except for then. Anyway, we move on. Yeah, he, he he's interesting how traditionally is about stuff like jumpers and then occasionally it will be like, how about this wild new rule? Um, <laughs> but everyone, I think everyone really knows it's just an it, an agenda setting thing. I want to be in the news for a day. Yeah. Or I want my triple M to be in the news or channel nine or whatever. True. I, you assume that's what he's doing. You'd hope. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation. We thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Dusha. Tom. Hemimals. Uh, Matt, just to translate, he asked if we've got any emails. For some reason, it's become a bit for Tom to just wreck that segment. How did that start, Sean? Do you oh, remember? I fucking don't know. One day he sung me a song. That was probably the best day. Oh, um, today you got that. Read the fucking email. <laughs> All right, so we got two emails. It's a fun jingle. Yeah. Read the fucking email. <laughs> there we Riff go, Tom. <laughs> I like Matt's version better. It's a good song. Get on with it, Joel. All right. <clears throat> First email is from Luke. And this email is about the EU Championships. Oh, oh beautiful. Update. Hey, boys. So the EU Championships concluded this day. This day. Today, probably. <laughs> On this day. <laughs> what is this day, boy? And the Great Britain Bulldogs won the men's comp. But more importantly, the mighty Wimbledon Hawks faced off against the power of the German Eagles. Oh, so important. We had a listener who played Luke, who's the emails from. Plays for Wimbledon Hawks. But we also had a listener who plays for the German Eagles email us and be like, right. they're both fans and they were wondering if they're both going to be at this Playing tournament. off against one another. So not only did that happen, they actually played against each other. Perfect. So Wimbledon, so Wimbledon were playing against some of the nations. Yeah. That's a powerful suburb of London. <laughs> I think as they won their like like it's a bit like the 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 championship cup in the soccer. If you yeah. win your right. like country's league, you get to represent. Ah, oh, that's fun. It's like the, the plot of any like sports film in America. Yeah, or the sequel the to Ducks any like getting, sports. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was an early start, so we did not have a chance to chit chat with the opposition and got straight into it. In pretty terrible, wet and muddy conditions, a great contest was fought with the mighty Hawks running out the eventual winners, courtesy of a few left foot snaps from our star forward. I wish he had been like our star forward, me. But yeah, unfortunately, I, I spent most of the game playing across half forward line. But in the final quarter, our backs decided they wanted to crack at goals. So we swapped <laughs> over and I ended up in the back pocket. After a few hard, bo- hard ground ball contests over. Hang on. Dish also gets to read in this segment. It's really good. <laughs> I don't know. That's a real. You're thumbing your nose at the Germans there, going, Our backs will play forward and vice versa in the second half. This is international football. <laughs> it's very us like a joke. <laughs> they deserve it. The well, joke that we are, apparently. <laughs> it's very, it's very like a team's up by 100 points. Let's get, you know, the fullback to kick a goal because yeah. that'd be great. Yeah, that happened to me in uh, primary school soccer. I went to a school that didn't know, like, didn't know what soccer was, apart from one kid. Uh, was John, that John Carlo? That wasn't me. John, <laughs> John Carlo, if you The rest of us were, we didn't get into the footy team. Sort of thing. There was only limited spots in this sort of round robin thing. Yep. And we played against this one team and they were dominating. They were like 12 nil up. And then the goalkeeper ran the length of the field, just danced around us and scored. Oh, no. That's what I do in FIFA when I want to humiliate the computer. <laughs> <laughs> what what, what mode is the computer on? Oh, mate. Depends. Now, sometimes you go hard. You are a computer. Yeah. Beating computers. <laughs> <laughs> You're that chess robot made real. <laughs> so, uh, Match was over. Wimbledon Hawks won. And uh, Luke went to go look for the other listener and proud eagle, Moritz. Turns out in the last quarter, they'd squared off a few times against each other. Luke had come off better uh, and has attached a photo and it becomes evident how that happened. 
Uh, I'll show it to you in a second. Okay. But basically, Luke has about a foot and a half on Moritz. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you say that Moritz had like a black eye. Yeah, that's yeah. like both, Luke's got one black eye, Moritz has got two black eyes and a broken arm. <laughs> no teeth. <laughs> and we had a nice chat and proved that footy brings people together all over the world. Hashtag how good's footy yeah. from Luke. There's a photo. What is your oh, Luke is conceding. But see, nah, he, he moved to the back line. Moritz. Moritz. Oh, yeah. The Moritz? height difference. Moritz. 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 I think that might be uh, – he might listen to my podcast too. I've, I don't have my glasses on, but he looks like uh, a blonde German Moritz man who's a Saint supporter now. Oh. And he he gave me a um, wheat beer at our live Brisbane show oh. he was in town for a bit. That's big. I, had a couple of, I just had a couple of days ago. Didn't he Lovely mention man that if I'm, in an email? If I'm thinking – If it's the same guy. I, could, I mean, you could yeah, pass, I'll the, pass phone. You the phone. <laughs> yeah, that's him. Oh, oh. <laughs> Worlds collide. Here we universe. I, I really hope I'm not being uh, racist to Germans, to Aryans. <laughs> <laughs> All blonde Germans look the same to me. Name Moritz. <laughs> I called him Mortitz accidentally once. Mor- <laughs> Moritz. I'm really battling with his name, but yeah, what a What's lovely the name. Man. Isn't it the same name as the beer? Uh, oh, I don't know. His beer was one of those monk ones. No, but is isn't there, there a, isn't there a, a Moritz Mor- beer? Oh, probably. Beer yeah. industry is pretty big these days. Look, I'm looking at you because you're. I feel like you're the beer man. I like beer. I, I know. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm look. I'm not even ashamed to say it. Yeah, no. Fair I like enough. beer. Yeah. Hey, thank you for being proud to talk about that on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, we here at Howard's Footy also like beer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shocking. Next email. This is from Zach. Okay, Zach. Boys, great season. Thoroughly enjoyed every episode. Listening to Tom talk about potentially shaving of his head if Geelong win the flag really hit home for me because I am also a member of Jacob's bridal party. (laughs) (laughs) And I am also an avid Cats supporter. Is he going to go too? I want to double 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 dog. I want to double dog down on Tom's bet. If Geelong win the flag next year, I will join Tom in shaving my head and rock it at the wedding. My only concern is that the combined reflections off our bald heads blind everyone in the ceremony. (laughs) Hey, Zach. That'll be fine. Let's do it. I'm going to shave two heads. <laughs> you are. Yeah. Do, you, do you know this man? I do know that he's so much. Jacob <laughs> is so. my brother, uh, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but no, I've I've met Zach. Ah, oh, maybe met him once briefly, but he's one of Jacob's. He's in Jacob's. Uh, my brother Jacob's groom's party. What do you call a groom's, oh, what, uh, groom's? bridal party? Groomsman. Groomsman. Yeah. For half a second, I thought. Uh, he was going to crash by coincidence. He's like, hang on, <laughs> I'm also in a bridal party. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and no! This, it's uh, he. He listened to support his his family, and that's nice as well. Yeah, no, well, no. J- Jacob doesn't listen. This guy Zach does, and we got an email once, and I said to Jacob, "Is this your mate Zach?" And he's like, "Was it a really dumb opinion?" I was like, "No, no." no. <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, no, it's him." Yeah, it's a pretty dumb yeah. opinion. P.S. <laughs> Did you know that you can hire Gary Ablett Senior to be the minister at your wedding? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's killed him. <laughs> Imagine getting married by God himself. Talk about a holy matrimony. As far as I know, Jacob is Jacob and fiance are yet to choose a celebrant, so I reckon we should get in their ears. Do you know what he does when he arrives? Is he just takes Mark of the Century. Yeah. Like, as he comes in. I now pronounce you, yeah, boy! <laughs> the, the Mark, of, uh, he never quite controls it on the way down. No, it's, it's spectacular. It wouldn't be paid a Mark. Although... If, it did touch his hand at, at one point. You I should think. pay that as much. Like, you, you sense the theatre. Yeah. He got up so high. 
They know they sometimes they don't do it when they should. But yeah, that one was like the ball touched him and he had a great leap. Yeah. <laughs> and wonder, he's, Gary Ablett Senior. Yeah. Wonder what he costs. Ablett Senior for the for a wedding. Tom, you should look into it. Yeah, wedding gift to your brother. It's got to be not that he barracks for Geelong. Can I just your say dad though, would get behind it, wouldn't he? My dad would. My mum would kill me, and he, Jacob's fiance, I would would. She abs- might not know. She might not know that it's him. Yeah, just don't. She say. actually would. Yeah. <laughs> She only, she Your uncles whatever. will get behind it. Tom. It's just a bit. It's a bonus oh, Easter egg for those. Get them all to chip in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look, chip in for God. Collection plate. Pass it around. Boys, I have a lot of thinking to do. <laughs> <laughs> Someone actually do the research and find out what he costs. It'd also be very funny that you and Zach are both going to be bald. He's going to be the like the head of the ceremony, and then. Later on, inevitably, you're going to have to tell him that you shaved your head because of his son. It's a good story. The unfor- Look, I-, I love you, Gary Senior, but Junior's better. Ooh. Maybe you could get him to do the wedding. Junior? Yeah. Is he a minister? He's a believer. Probably, probably costs more money. You could do it on the internet. Yeah. Make it happen. He'd Mate, I'll it. shave my head. I'll do the ceremony. <laughs> what if oh, you're long got at the moment? What picks? Uh... 14, 17, 24, and we'll take those for Steven. Done. Yeah, yeah. 38, 36 or 37. Or both. Take both of them. What do you want to do with uh, them? We would definitely take both. You're not offering either at the moment. All right. What? Are, really? I thought we were offering 37. No, you're saying uh, if it's 37, where we have to pay a chunk of his wage and you want to play a back, I think. Oh, jeez. And what picks does Jacob currently have? As Port? No, Jacob, your brother. Uh, I don't know, maybe pick 28. Yeah, yeah. So if Jacob gives Geelong 28 and some money, will they get Gary Ablett Jr. to be minister for the wedding? Plus, Jacob probably then has to play for Geelong for a season. Yep, done. Yep. Good in. deal? He's fit. He runs. He runs. He's a lot fitter than I am. Get him in there. <laughs> I reckon you get Billy cheaper. Billy? <laughs> no, no, guys, guys, guys. Billy's host of the reception. MC. <laughs> MC. <laughs> Wedding of the year. Fuck. Um, party at Sexyland. Oh, stop it, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Look, guys. You're, are you best man? I am, yes. Oh, I'm in charge of so many things. Good, done. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the bachelor party at Sexyland. It will be now. <laughs> Billy and Gary will be there. Uh, if, that, if can someone's you do bachelor parties at, at shops? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they don't have to know. Why don't, you just start, go there. why don't you start the bachelor party at Billy's pub? In Geelong. He's got a couple. We could do a Geelong football player pub tour. Just go to all the pubs owned by players. Ling's got like four. Billy's got like a couple. We'll just go to Manny Scarlett's house and have some beers. (laughs) What I need to know is though, someone someone look it up. Send us an email about how much it would cost Gary Ablett Senior to be the officiator at my brother's wedding. Um, You can send us an email at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or you can let us know on Twitter at howgoodsfooty. Or individually, I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. I'm at Deuce 13 And Matt, where can people find you? Uh, find me at, were they Twitter things? Yeah, but Twitter in things, general. Instagram things, what podcast you host. I host a Do Go On podcast, mm-hmm. which is about different things mm-hmm. every week. It is. This week it's about uh, the history. It's not. This is a weird example because it's not, it's not really about a real thing, but this is about the history of penises and it's called... Um, uh, keen for pain. It's, it's a long, it's a weird long in joke thing that is now they do an episode that's all about how penises evolved mm. and 
Who's host? Who's who's? I'll report- Trombley Birchall guest report on this one. He's some sort of scientist, so that makes sense. Um, but yeah, normally there's stuff about like we did an early episode. My first ever report mm-hmm. was about the history of Aussie rules football, and I think um, that was episode two or three. Yeah, and that's early days. Really illuminating stuff. Um, and I do another podcast called Prime Mates, which is about primates and popular culture from chimpanzee all the way down to chimpanzee. And uh, you've been on that. I have. And you know, do go on as well. Real good fun, both times. Yeah, your uh, Gosling report. Mm-hmm. Still one. Of, it was a real feel good episode. Yeah, it was good. It was nice because really, to- normally a celebrity has got a dark pocket in their history, and and the and the goose didn't. No, he he kind of starts sad, and then he redeemed himself almost straight away, and then just keeps doing good things. The end. What a fucking hero! Yeah, he's yeah, good. It was nice. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Hey, man. thanks so much for having me on the show. Um, hey, hopefully all those trades have gone through for the Saints by the time this comes out. People are going to be listening, going, "Oh, Matt, you poor bastard!" Yeah, <laughs> it all fell over. <laughs> Geelong ended up with everyone. I'm, I'm glad that uh, this time of hope was recorded for yeah, posterity. Yeah, and uh, Tom, so you're going to shave your head for the wedding, basically. But for the box night, can you try Stevie J and jump a fence? Jump off a pub roof or something? After scaling sunscreen? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You know what, Tom? Get what? on the roof anyway. Terrence will catch you. He will. He will. Softest hands in Australia. Softest hands in Australia. Fuck, you're right. I'll be fine. I'm getting on that roof. Yeah.